Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And to the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson. Thanks to you, you the listener. Just one. Just one. Wherever you are in the world who has so kindly bought our stubby holders, our hand sanitizer, our t-shirts, our coffee mugs, even though Dane says drinks should be cold. Uh, thank you via swanneyandfriends.com.au. It's hump day with Swanee and Friends. Uh, where are you? And hello, Dane. And hello, Sam. Well, I'm hello, Ralph. I'm at home because we're not allowed to be anywhere else, are we? Where are you, you at home? Very, yeah, you sound very comfy. I'm in bed. I'm you in do bed. the podcast <laughs> in bed. Well, what, well why? What, what does it matter where, where I am? Where are you? Good for you, Jane. Well, where are you two? I'm at the well, kitchen I'm table. I've, dri- I've drifted that far. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk. This may come as a surprise to you, but I can actually talk anywhere in the house, so <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't need... To be sitting at a, at a, I don't have a kitchen table, I guess, but. Um, You're not the only person working from bed in Melbourne, I don't think. I think there's no, a few well, people. Security well, guards alike. I brush my teeth in that, so I'm sure if you can smell my breath through the computer, but it, um, it's cherry ripe at the minute, my breath. <laughs> Is Barney on the bed too? No, he's, um, he's downstairs. Giving you the flick. No, he's in the front room where he got yelled out this morning. Did he? What did he do? Pissed inside. Uh, I've been experiencing yeah. that too with Cooper a bit lately. It's too cold for them outside, you see. Yeah, I think he just he just taken after me. <laughs> okay. You you shit and piss in the house? Well, who doesn't? Other other than your toilet? Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, well, you, you shit outside, do you? Um, no. Yeah, well, sometimes feed the bed on the odd occasion, but. Um, not for a Who hasn't? Exactly. Hey, we should thank Paul Gardner for uh, for putting this together online. Yeah. Uh, who normally does our podcast, and Dane, of course, you owe Paul Gardner for the rest of your life. So, just you should thank him. Yes, yep. you know Dane. you know that, don't you? No, but well, former Melbourne president, if he had have insisted at pick fifty five instead of Brad Miller, they went Dane Swan. Oh, how yeah. would your life? How would your life have turned out? Pretty fucking ordinary. <laughs> Cody's? Yeah. Um, no. Um, I been, not great, I wouldn't imagine. Oh, well, you know what? Probably, I probably would have turned him around and won him a flag. So. Oh, yes. Here we go. I'll pick that up. Actually, you probably have to help me pick yeah. that one up, bro. Oh, um, no problem. So you're welcome. <laughs> so, Queen's um, birthday dominated. Oh, no air tech medals. How'd you cope? Well, I told you I probably would have guided Melbourne to their first flag in a fairly long time, so I'd be revered down there. Yeah, good point. Good point. Speaking of being revered, one of the there's there's a statue at the front, is there not of of Lou Richards? Yes. Um. Yeah. Collingwood great. You are following in these footsteps in the kiss of death department, aren't you? Um. Why? Wow. Well, I I, I curated your tweets on Friday. And, oh, and, and the Instagram world loved it. The Instagram no, world really loved it. Oh yeah. Um, you should have, Sorry, on Saturday. Should have, should have told me you were going to say, talk me talk to me about this, Ralph. Um, yeah, no, I'm pre- <laughs> mate. I could stop. I could stop Christmas with my tweeting. <laughs> so, um, that said, I'm going to tweet out something really positive about coronavirus. 
That'd be a good idea. It'll be wiped out within two days. It'll be gone. That be, thank you, Dane. That's selfless. <laughs> I, well, I, could, I, could, mate, I could stop Christmas dead set. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? Saturday afternoon, quarter time. Saints are one of the very few teams, apart from your own, that are actually enjoyable to watch right. and give the overs a chance. Well, then Freo give the overs a chance. Um, fuck, didn't they stop? Jesus, they stopped very quickly. As soon as, like the week before with McClellan one, but I didn't get to see the rest of that game because the internet went out. Um, yeah, well, you're unlucky there. Yeah, but um, I might start doing reverse. But I wonder if the internet knows I'm doing reverse psychology if, like, I tweet something tonight like, mate, Geelong would be far too good for, for Collingwood or Geelong look awesome early on or something like that. And then mm, put the pies in a problem. But, um, yeah, no, it's once is a, once is a, a, a coincidence, you would imagine, or but two or three times it's starting to become a pattern, as they say. So um, it's a pattern of behaviour, which is, which is worrying. Um, but you know what? That's what social media is for. You got to you win some and you lose quite a few. It seems like I do. So we're just well, you've lost your blue tick at the moment, haven't you? Me blue tick. As we speak, everyone with a blue tick, their accounts have been hacked and they've stopped it. If you got a blue tick, uh, really? I, I yeah. Didn't know I had a blue tick to begin with. You, did, uh, you, did, you didn't apply for it via your LinkedIn page. It's not important to you. What a blue tick? Where? <laughs> Next that means to your it's name you. On socials. It's verified, yeah. Dane. I couldn't give a fuck whether I'm blue tick <laughs> or not. Otherwise, without the blue tick, people might think it's actually Barty. Well, yeah. it's probably better off tweeting for me, especially during the footy. That's how good I am. That's how good I am at it. Um, no, mate. Read, read the blue tick. Actually, I just went on my Twitter page. I've got a white tick. Right. A Next white time, yeah. Does that mean I've never heard well, of a white so, tick? Certainly not blue. Uh, might, might be the screenshot you're using while you're in bed. Oh, no, I've got my phone out. Um, yeah. Having a bet in the UFC, so. <laughs> so it never stop working. No, it's blue on my page, Dane. It's definitely blue on my page next to your name, not my page. Well, it's, it's white on my page with a black tick. Right. So right. How, are we, how are we seeing what the what the players are going to have to go through, please, Dane? All moving to Queensland. Can you cope? Um, for how long that? Well, they're going to have to. There's no, they, haven't got a, they haven't got a choice. Um, what? So what do they get? What's that way? Like four months or something like that? Is that right? Yep. Yep. Um, I think Pendle said it the other day or yesterday or on his social media or, or on his podcast that I think they're probably going to need a, a break to come home for a couple of weeks. Like, you know, if that's they've been away what two now, they stay away another three or four. I think. They are now whether now Melbourne's a fucking dog's breakfast as it is, so who knows? But um, people, especially with young kids, it's it's a big ask to ask them to fly up and you know change their worlds for three or four months, change their routine. Not that I have kids, but um, to change their routine and, and get them out of the house. So um, yeah, I think what Penel said would be good. Maybe come home have ten days where they can just rest in because they're playing like a game every four days or something, aren't they? Well, that's yeah, that's which, which is the other thing that's going to be hard to do. But um, and now again, and they're still only what are they getting paid? Fifty percent, seventy percent of their wage or something like that. So it's not about money; it's about love of the game. Well, I wouldn't go that far off. I'm finding it very. I'm finding this whole thing very hard to swallow. I've got a very different opinion. And it gets really, it gets feathers really ruffled when I raise it. So I just haven't been saying it. But I guess that's what the podcast is for. Absolutely. I can't. I can't, I saw. Dane, you're probably not going to approve what I say, but I saw an interview with Jack Rewalt, and he sat there and he goes, "Oh, you know, I just can't believe I'm, you know, sacrificing all this and leaving my family for a game. Hang on, it's not meant to be a game. It's meant to be a fucking job." And, you know, like I said in the other podcast, you're not in the army. You're not going away with the prospect of not coming home. You're going away to do a job, to pro- to provide for your family. Why is it such a fucking big deal? You're going away to Queensland or Perth, which has better weather and less germs, and you're going to do what you supposedly love. It's not meant to be just a game. It's your job. So why are you fucking whinging? Why is everyone whinging about the fact that they have to be away? Not, like, everyone, someone... not everyone's whinging. No, but the most vocal people... Yeah, oh, because the they're, the people who get, they're the people who get asked. That's why they're the vocal because they have the 
most out they have the most different takes. That's why they get put in the media. Um, they, I, just, well, I can't understand got, why they're complaining because they've got young kids. They're the ones, and they're the one, and they want to watch them grow up and I don't know, be kids or do whatever the fuck kids do. Oh, I totally um, understand that, but they're not so that, the only profession that is away from their family. It's just it's the first time that they've had to do that, I guess. Yeah, but that's but that's not the profession they signed up for. They didn't sign up to go away for four months of the year and not see their family. They signed up to, to travel for three days every, you know, Colin would do it twice a year. So, you know, yeah. they um, – that does, that, is, does that include Marvel Stadium? Yeah, absolutely. It's a long <laughs> way out there, mate, in the traffic. No, I understand that, but, like, no one signed up for this. I didn't sign up to not have a job since March. Like, I didn't sign Like, other other people didn't sign up to have their businesses completely switched off. They should be grateful that they've even got a job and an opportunity to go away and still earn money and I'm do not, what they love doing. I'm not, I'm, not sure you've, I'm not sure you've heard any of them say that they're not grateful for playing footy. They're just saying four months is long, especially the young kids growing up, pregnant partners. Like, I don't know how you can be upset at someone for – Worrying about their family life when they've got young kids, or someone might be sick in their family, or whatever the reasons are that their mental health, or whatever the reasons are that um, they choose to stay behind, or they're a bit cautious about leaving. Like it's it's up to the individual. Like if you had a a sick kid or a sick partner, you want to leave them, and you said, oh, "I'm a bit concerned," and people were having a go at you, what would you say? You'd be like, well, "Fuck off! I don't know my personal situation." No, perhaps I'm. Perhaps I've only been exposed to the ones that are whinging about it. Well, like the I ones that are like They're just getting asked because they're in the media. And the ones who get asked are usually the ones with kids or um, in uh, older, got public, bigger profiles, and they say something and that gets magnified because they're in the media. But um, how, how many have not gone, Shane? What two from three? Yeah, exactly. Three out of eight hundred. So. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far to say half the AFL is complaining. I wouldn't say anyone's complaining. They're getting up there. They're the fuck thing is is like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. In the AFL, like mm. they, you want especially in the media, you want the players to express themselves and be honest. And as mm. soon as they are, people many go, "Oh, he's been a sook. Oh, he's oh, just suck it up, princess. Like you, mate, you're going away. You're making you know two hundred, you know five hundred thousand dollars to go sit up in the sun." And, Listen, I'm one of them. Like, I would have loved to, in the middle of July, gone up and, and got some sun, <laughs> like get out of here. Like playing at the MCG, you know, that's the best ground in the world, but um, a month. But if you're confined to a, a hotel room for four months, like I've travelled for, you know, six, eight months and I've been able to do what I want, like travel, go to the beautiful islands and stuff like that. And even after three, four months sitting in a hotel room, you're like, fuck, you know what, I wouldn't mind just going, getting home, sleeping in my own bed. And that's going on holidays. Choosing and not getting out of it. Want, yeah, choosing to do what you <laughs> want to do. So um, I um, I sympathise with the players and they're getting paid half their whack too to be away from their families. And like you, you're talking about everyone who goes away and choose that, they're getting, their, they're getting their full pay. The players are getting half their pay with not being able to see their friends and family, not being able to walk up the street, play golf with their mate or get into their routine. So um, it's a weird season and, you know, anything I for life me can't think how this preseason doesn't have an asterisk, this premiership doesn't have asterisks next to it. If if Brisbane win the premiership, people are going to say, well, oh, you know what? Every game was in Brisbane. You know, of course they're going to win. They play really well at home. They're from there. If aside from Melbourne wins, they're going to be it's the best premiership ever because they had to play away for four months, you know, backs against the wall. So there'll be a narrative either way, but um, it's it's definitely got whiskers on it this year. The uh, the point that you made brought up, though, Swanee, in that it's not what they're signed up for, I think that's what a lot of people miss. I heard, oh, I assume it was a relatively intelligent person rigged Jared Waitley's program against the players saying how he's a he's an international pilot and he's lost most of his job but he knows he has to be away for a long time but if you're if you're going to be a pilot that takes years of training and you know from the day you start to become a pilot that that's you're right. going to be away from your house a lot for a long time that's right and not and I, I keep abreast of a little bit of the media I don't watch every footy show every night but like obviously you read the paper and you you flick it on you kind of know the, the news but I haven't heard anyone actually go, you know what, 
it's going to suck going up there, but, you know, I'm going to have to do it. Like, people have just gone, yeah, look, look what happened. West Coast kind of complained, and then they went shit out. So now I would imagine, even if they are complaining, the clubs are going to be have to give up a front, like, righto. Um, we're going to have to, in the media, get up and say um, all positive things if you don't want the, the blowback to be there complaining. So they might be complaining privately, but in public they haven't done too much of it, I don't think. But um, And also they're, they're away from their part away from their um, families and loved ones and to give us simpletons some, something to do on the weekend. Well, they could have easily packed their season in and said, nah, uh, we want all our full money or we're not going to play. <clears throat> they're, they're, do- they're doing it for us, really, and you know for their families. So um, kudos to them. I would, have, I would have gone up there. I don't have a kid or a young kid, so I don't know um, how I would have reacted Differently, maybe Ralph, you're the only one with kids here. Would you have liked to have gone away if your would your one or would your missus have let you go away for four months if your missus was due in that four month period, or would she just want to get rid of us so she'd be Ralph? Because my missus, we were talking about last night. She goes, "Geez, I would have loved for you to go for four months." <laughs> um, so, it would have well, been win win in your house. Bit of time, yeah, exactly. Bit of time. Yeah, okay. Well, only if I could have taken Barney, that would have been the person I would love to have taken up there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, sorry, Dane, it's only loved ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so and people have big attachments to their dogs. So it takes a lot of people. What how pet single single players with dogs who they love and it's um it's a good old fashioned dogs breakfast. But um they're gonna play they're gonna play and you know, and then they're ruining their bodies by playing every four days, which I think the less we played on was like a a five-day break going into Anzac Day, and that was really hard. Like, you could probably do one, but then you got a big break. Um, you did nothing during the week. But if you're consistently playing four-day breaks, it's going to catch up with you. And then we're going to see soft tissues, or you're going to have to, you know, the good player, they're going to have to, might have to split their senior players up to play different weeks if they're going to be sore. Um, I know. Sorry, sorry, okay. uh, Sam. Not smart ass question, Swanee. A uh, completely non smart ass. The game's much shorter, and that's why they've made it shorter for that reason. Expecting that they were going to have to have short breaks. How do you see? I oh, know you're now retired, but how do you see that uh, uh, advantage, if it is an advantage, being shorter games, but obviously shorter breaks? How do I see it being an advantage for who? No, no. As in the the reason they've shorted the, oh, the games and the yeah, quarters. Well, that because yeah. Well, no, I I didn't play. It's like. Nab Cup game, isn't it? So I think it's like whatever it is, preseason games. So. 16 minutes. But but do you think that's a big advantage or not? Or not Because you're basically still going through the, the trauma, if you like, oh, of so, yeah. a game. Yeah, it obviously it has to help because it's what? It's the equivalent of like another quarter or something, is it? So Yeah. Um, yeah, the less time you have for contact in spreading up and down the ground and the less time you have at running around fatigue is when usually, obviously, you get hurt. Um, you know, it, it's great to help. The boys, uh, you know, try and hang tough through the, you know, the the second period of the season where they um, where they might get injuries. But um, you know, listen, there's a lot smarter people out there than us three figuring out um, the season and what they have to do. So um, players are just like lemmings; they just get up and just do what they're told, and just yeah, nod the head, get out and play when they play, train when they train, and. That's what they do. That's what they're paid to do, and that's what they will do. Um, now, I don't know if the AFLPA have signed it off, but players are essentially lemmings. They just get up and do what they're told. You know, with, even with essentially the rules, they come. They used to come around and ask the players their opinions on the rule changes. We'd give our opinion. They wouldn't listen to us and do their own thing. So the AFL will just do what they do because they're in charge, and the players will get up and do what they're told. All right, well, it's Thursday the 16th of July. Wherever you are in the world, listen to this. It's, it, it's, it's morning. We're not sure what's happening, but we just want to, I want to put this guy forward as a, uh, as a potential Australian of the Year. This is the uh, Victorian police officer speaking yesterday at the press conference. Includes, uh, not leaving a restaurant uh, when asked to. So clearly KFC is popular during the lockdown. Uh, a person ordered KFC and sat in the restaurant and refused to leave. Police attended and the person still refused to leave, wanting to finish their KFC. Didn't you love that? Was that you, Jane? No, I'm not allowed to eat KFC at home. I have to to sneak eat it. I have to to do a drive-by. 
Well, that's uh, why I thought perhaps it was you wanting to stay yeah. in the uh, well, restaurant. You know, I, I, once again, I find it hard to blame the um, the patron who didn't want didn't want their zinger burger to get cold. Um, <laughs> if it has in a paddock, yeah, exactly. There's a big difference between eating a nice warm twister combo to a to a cold one. Um, so <laughs> good on him, good on him for standing his ground, and he copped the sixteen hundred dollar fine. Um, it's unfortunate, but. So expensive zinger burger or whatever he ate. Um, I tell you what, KFC's got a few people in this coronavirus lockdown 2.0. It wasn't wasn't yeah. that what those sixteen people were eating that got fined last week? Was, I, thought it was, I thought it was just one big heavy set person that was very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think we're going into stage four lockdown? Look, they've been dangling that above our heads since Monday. I don't really know. Maybe. I know that um, New South Wales is close because of that, what they've called him, the super spreader. You heard about that this morning? No. That one no, in Kasula, that pub in Kasula up in Sydney, there's now over 40 cases linked to the one guy who was a truck driver or a courier driver that had gone up from Melbourne and he went to a pub. There was over, like, many hundreds of people at this pub and now there's over 40 cases right from the Southern Highlands up to Parramatta um, from this one guy that they're they're calling in the media the super spreader. Really? Now you could um you could use that title in many different ways. Is there yeah, something that exactly. um does your mind of, go to when you think of super well, spreader? Oh, there's not a heap of women impregnated up along the the New South Wales <laughs> coast or wherever that pub is. But, no, no, you know, he wasn't a security guard, Dane. Oh, no, okay, shit. Well, there you go. Um, you know, what, it'll be weird what happens if. All of a sudden, Melbourne, Victoria comes out and we're in front of everyone. We're after yeah. this lockdown. New South Wales go back into lockdown and everyone's looking at us going, fuck, they're miles ahead of the game. Um, but it's a weird world that we're living in. But um, you know, people keep breaking the rules. But like the thing that baffles me is well, as if people weren't breaking the rules in all the other states. So the only thing that... Must have happened to us. It must have been the, the security guard breach. That must that must be the only reason to why, or Victoria just has these enormous, these incredible super spreaders. Because if you're trying to tell me that no one in New South Wales, Queensland, WA have been breaking the rules, like I'm here to call you a liar. <laughs> you, saying, you say no one got KFC and went to a massage parlor. Are you saying that? You might. No, I'm, all right. I say <laughs> everyone, quarantine, but yeah. no, I say I'm saying everyone's doing that. <laughs> Lots of people are doing that in every state. It's just that why were we just the unlucky ones? It has to be because of that security breach, doesn't it? Or we just have some great, we're just great super spreaders. I just realised this. I think I, I think your mic might have gone off there, Sam. Are you back on? Is that better? Can you hear me? You sound distant. Oh, sorry, that's better. I've been told that. That's better. That's better. But can, can, can someone give me an order, please? Because these are three things that I actually don't do in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what is the order of, of KFC, go to a massage parlor, or playing Pokemon Go? Well, <laughs> it's pretty much. KFC is delicious. Oh, so what order oh, should you do them in? Oh, well, I'd be careful of doing the KFC before the massage parlor, especially if you were. <laughs> Especially if you were getting massaged um, <laughs> in some delicate areas or in a, in a midriff somewhere, you didn't want. Well, it depends how comfortable we are with with your with your own body in the masseuse, because um, you may not be the you might not be the only person that's seen KFC for lunch today. Um, so. Ralph, Ralph, that wheeze is really amplified. Yeah. Over, uh, oh, so, um, what way would you put it? You'd have to well, eat KFC last and probably um, – uh, Where does Pokemon Go fit in? I don't even know what Pokemon Go is. It's a, <laughs> it's a card game, isn't it? Or it's a, I know it's a TV show. Nah, it's a um, – isn't it the it's virtual game? game. Or no? yeah, it's a virtual game. Yeah, it's an app where you can go and hunt Pokemon on your phone. So there's probably Pokemon all around you at the moment, Dane, particularly where you live. You just don't know they're there oh, yeah, you download the app. So you walk around and catch yes. 10 things in the grass. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who does that? There's no one on the world planet that would play that ridiculous game. Oh, it was absolutely um, out of control at one stage, wasn't it, um, Ralph? Yeah, it was. Very popular for a while there. Eight-year-old. I can't understand for eight-year-olds, but eight-year-olds, no. are, if eight-year-olds are going to KFC and then getting a massage, 
they're very, very um, grown-up eight-year-old. Can I just have a? No. I've just googled this. Pokemon Go stats show sixty million monthly active users since June two thousand seventeen. Must have a lot of kids. <laughs> I saw Alex Rance did one with Sam Newman on the Footy Show when you were there. No, it's not well. It was well, I'm sure that that was probably a bit. That's just for for some content. There's no way people are, are, are chasing people, Pokemon Go now. No, so, they actually do. do. So, no, they do. What about um. One thing you might not have done, but maybe after KFC, have you ever heard what I was? Have you been watching, listening, or ever caught wind of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard? Um, yeah, uh, we need an update, please. Update, please. Well, I just like sometimes. I you now when I listen to the news, I listen. I watch the news a bit now just for my coronavirus updates. But um, so I haven't watched it in thirty-five years. But um, well, I don't know. We've all got partners. Have you ever? Um, got revenge on a partner by shitting in their bed. <laughs> not off the top of my head. Not on uh, purpose. It's not a Cleveland. <laughs> well, I want to get the Urban Dictionary back out of the old Cleveland steamer or, or a good old-fashioned Blumpkin. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what, um, I don't know how them two stayed together for so long. Well, the things that are Yeah, no, it's pretty there, heavy. I know. Like, it's absurd, but... Um, you know, kudos. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Dane. Just quickly, have you ever got back at your partner for, by shitting in their bed, or was that just your latest overseas trip? Yeah. Accidentally, yeah. It wasn't on yes. purpose. Yeah. No. Right. But Amber Heard did it to Johnny, so um, she did it to him. Yeah. 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 Apparently, yeah. she's a bit of a piece of work. Is is coming oh, out of this? Really? I think they both yeah. are. Um, hey, cut the finger off. It's one of the all-time fuck you moves. So I tell you, it's gonna go down in history. Um, I don't, but I don't, like, is it is it her bed too? Like, are you shitting in your own bed? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, what's the response? Like, what, yeah, what, can, you, what can you? We I might have to get back to Urban Dictionary and see what see what Johnny could do to her or do you back can in shit her in bed. their coffee. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> want to be? It want to be? Um, it want to be diarrhea or be some liquid stuff because you think you'd it'd be like a marshmallow <laughs> floating on top. <laughs> I've been watching Ozark and that uh, was it the cherry pit, cherry pit uh, stuff in the coffee. But yeah, I actually prefer the lethal cherry pit. Would you? And then a nice warm shit in the morning. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much as mm. a rule. Um, there's a happy birthday to Super Mario who turns thirty-seven today. Oh, he's just older than Dane. Yeah, well, almost Mario, as iconic. The, the TV, the game, the actual game, an arcade game. Thirty-seven I today. I would be older than that. Um, there you go. Looks good for 37. Mm. Mm. It does. You could lose a bit of weight. Pardon? He's still got his leap, Mario, but he could lose a bit of weight. Yeah. We don't need need to fat shame on this podcast, mate. (laughs) We've been in trouble for everything else. (laughs) Are you you a gamer, Dane? Um, I was. Now, not not so much anymore. I don't think – I don't have the time. I'm flat out. He's very busy. You can't even leave bed this morning. Is that busy? Yeah, that's but true. I can, I can be for the right price. That's it. Yeah. Um, no, but like I used to play like all the NBAs and NFLs and stuff like that. And, um, but I, I don't go down to, to time zone anymore and, and play the um, the arcades. But um, they're good fun, aren't they? They were. They were. They were. Yeah, on a Saturday morning, used to get it's like twenty bucks all you could play or something for an hour. That was good. <laughs> And uh, Sam, uh, do we? How's our crowdfunding going for you? Because I, I believe you're short of buttons at the moment. I am short of yeah. buttons. Got a lot of um, response to this. Have you? I haven't had yeah. had much response actually. Well, we're going to get to the, the response. Get to the, well, we'll get to the Instagram questions soon. But you've done another photo shoot during the week. Yeah, I have. Look, I was moving out of that apartment. I had a really nice staircase, so I thought, why not? Well, uh, well, I've got it. Why not shoot it? Isn't that what everyone thinks? Isn't it? I just thought I'd play dress-ups. I don't have a job um, at the moment. My, I paid half my whack or whatever. I don't have one. So I thought I'd just play dress-ups in my old work clothes just to make me feel like I'm doing something. Um, I, I, I'd say no, that's not what everyone thinks. I, Ralph, when, when every time you see a set of stairs, do you go, fuck, I'm, I can't wait to get my kid off and, and play the stuff in front of that? 
Not off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, no. I think so. The same. Like, yeah, I could walk up it. That's about it. I actually, um, last night, because I'm redoing my personal, my, my business's website while we're in lockdown, and uh, when talking to the person that's building my website, we are looking at Google searches, and in the top five Google searches, thanks to this podcast, one of them is Samantha Richards Dane, but that's totally fine. But the one that is mind-boggling and I had to explain to the person building my website is Samantha Richards Fernery. And uh, I'm gathering that is the people that listen to this podcast that are Googling my name and the word Fernery. <laughs> people have spoken. I still don't know what that word means. <laughs> I, I you don't know what the word Fernery means? No. Yes, don't. No, I don't. It's something to do with ferns? Yes. yes. Yeah, well, so Leave it go. at that. Yeah. I've got an important question for you after you asked me what you were going to ask me. Um, seeing you, you're on Twitter every three seconds, you would have um, seen my tweet on the other night about the Beatles. Yeah, about, yeah I know, was is there. That, is, that, is that your era? Yeah, it, just, just before me. Uh, just before you? Before me. Yeah. Mate. Um, <laughs> what impression? Uh, well, just, well, I couldn't hear him because of the, the screaming that was going on. It's like you don't get that these days, do you? They must have been just like absolutely – Incredible. The women, and maybe probably the men too, were going absolutely berserk. Like, it's just, I don't think, what, maybe Elvis? And, like, you don't get that these days. Like, there's no bands. Mm. Big, it would be One Direction, maybe? I don't know. I think One Direction would have come close. Come close to the Beatles. They, they were the, the original panty droppers, weren't they, really? Think, you think One Direction comes close to the Beatles or are you just saying... No, as in like, crowd noise. I just in crowd noise. Like as in teenage girls squealing, I think that the noise at yeah. a One Direction concert well, inside Pastor Serena might have been close. must have been like a docker or something because at the end there was like, I don't know, 70, a 70-year-old woman or something like she was they were obviously interviewing her. She was crying about being mm. there that night. It was like, and they got, that's fucking absurd. Um, but mm. good on them. It was one of the most... Um, just birds going absolutely berserk, mate. And they, that concert went for twenty minutes, and they said 20, twenty-seven minutes. Twenty-seven yeah, minutes, yeah. and it was mate. If, if someone played a concert now, come over and play for twenty-seven minutes, they would get. They wouldn't be getting brass right now. They'd be getting drinks and tomatoes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Throwing out a lot, and tickets aren't cheap these days. So I imagine you know, 100, anywhere from 100 to 200 bucks for a ticket. If you come out and play for 27 minutes, You'd be, mate. You'd be booed off stage. You'd never be welcome back. They play for twenty-seven minutes, and mate, the floor was sticky that night. They had to get the mop and bucket out that night. <laughs> Swatty, I do. I put twenty-seven minutes on an Insta story usually. Yeah. Well, you do exactly. <laughs> or, or Twitter, tirade. Um, there's uh, a concert Robbie Williams did called well, it was live at Nebworth. So I'm gathering it was in Nebworth. And it was, it um, had over a hundred thousand people at each event. That was pretty. I wasn't there, but I've seen the. The footage from that that's got the holds the record for the biggest music event in oh, British yeah. history. So yeah. who's the youngest? Who's the youngest stadium stadium group now? So in other words, a, a band that just would fill a stadium. I, I was looking for. I was, I was thinking the other night. I've got no idea. Like, but there's no there's no bands anymore. No good ones. Well, I'm sure people are going to listen to bands, but no, no. Oh, fuck if I know Ralph. It's no not no, I'm, no, I'm going to say five songs my, because they. Do you mean youngest in the band members? No, no, yeah, as in, yeah. As in, if they if they toured, because it's all, all boomer boomer music that tends to fill stadiums now. Yeah. When when we can go to stadiums again, that is. Well, the last band I went to, last band was Fleetwood Mac. So yeah, how good was that? Yeah, so like I don't. Yeah. There's no real bands that that are massive anymore. Nothing like them, and 
Paul McCartney has 78 Grammy nominations, which is one more than for every year he's been alive. So um, That was a concert I was spewing. I didn't go to genuinely spewing. Two years ago, he did Amy Park. You didn't oh, we, know, we know about it because it would have been filmed on your Correct. Um, <laughs> social media. But, man, that, was, that just – I was actually watching it as so I – Jeez, they, the damage they them was there four of them, four of them. The must the damage they must have done, and the the carry on they must have. And I, none, but none of them had like like the Rolling Stones. You know, none of them, none, none of them had like drug problems or did they have alcohol addictions or? Oh, there was a bit. Yeah, there was okay. Cause yeah, there was a bit happening. They got out of a, a bit cleaner than like the Stones and like Keith Richards and that. Like once when I hear the Beatles, you don't hear like too many negative. Oh, he was. A fucking lunatic, or he did this, or he did that. Like, you, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but you don't hear that about the Bears. You just hear about how good they were, the influence they had on music and, and culture in the, um, in the 60s or whatever it is. But, like, I know the other people who were, who got fucking cooked themselves. Um, but the, the one that Paul McCartney did with James Corbin, did you see that one? Uh, is that the guy from, is that the guy who does, um, Carpool karaoke? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I didn't see it. That, that's what, James. Is it James Condon? Gordon. James oh, no, Gordon. Yeah. yeah. James worth Gordon. Let's look at that. that. That's brilliant. Hey, um, so so I hate this being a weekly segment on our on our podcast, but given that it happened two days after our last one, did I read just a, a double page of everything that Eddie's done wrong at Collingwood? What am I missing there? Yeah, we got, we got our um. The Rat Pack made it. It was pretty much the Chris Tarrant and Ben Johnson show for the the first um, <laughs> six or seven years. It was it was all them two, and I got my name thrown in there once. Um, it was so. What's going on? Well, if you listen to, uh, I think it was Nick Warner's article. Nick, Michael Warner. Yep. Yeah. Um, you feel it's, it seems like Ed's never done anything right in his life. Um, it's amazing how Ed's still president of the club for twenty one years when all he's done is fuck the joint up. It's amazing. <laughs> um. It's absolutely baffling. Um, not, it's odd that no one gives him any credit for anything he's done well. But Are you the only uh, one who does publicly, who's no longer at the club? It seems like it. Um, but uh, the club wouldn't. The club absolutely would not be here without Ed in 98 or whatever, you know, whenever he took it over. And um, I know, and right, the Pope could have been the president of Collingwood uh, and it was not going to stop us doing what we were doing. <laughs> Um, like, buddy, no, I could have been, well, you name it, there wasn't, there wouldn't have been a person on this earth that would have stopped us doing what we were doing in the early 2000s. It's just, it wouldn't have happened. Um, Under the circumstances, Ed's done a fantastic job. And to be, and to be perfectly honest, there was times where we didn't do some things because of the relationship we had with Ed and Mick and Walshie and stuff like that, so... To be perfectly honest, to be perfectly honest, once again, I said that three times in thirty seconds. But um, <clears throat> we would have, well, we didn't get caught a lot, which is fine. But um, sometimes we actually went, you know what? Tonight's not an idol enough. Like, let's not do that. Or let's not do this because of Ed, Walshy, Swanee, or you know Mick, all those. So if we didn't have them, we would have probably been worse. So. In a way, I could argue that because of Ed and that being there, we actually pulled the reins in on more than one occasion. And I know that for a fact because I was there and I was one of them. So um, the fact that um, he just got, he's been hammered from pillar to post um, and saying the club's got a bad culture and that, well, we won a premiership. We were in three game finals in two years. We we're in prelims. We played finals seven, eight years in a row. Um, so it baffles me, but you know what? We all we all know that um, when a high-profile person, a client, was in the news for negative stuff, it sells papers, and that's just unfortunately what we have to live with. But um, you know what? What can you do? Um, and the, just because the media says something and it doesn't make it right, like I, I guess we're in the media. Wouldn't we? Well, I guess we're a part of the media, aren't we? Because we do this. Okay. When but, we get an earn, when we get an earn, we will yeah. be. <laughs> and, and just because uh, what we say is not always ninety nine percent true, but you know, um, it doesn't make it right. So just because the media want to want to um, judge jury and execution someone doesn't make them accurate. So 
Um, yeah, that's what I that's what I have to say on that. But it was nice to see our names back in the paper. Um, that got <laughs> flicked. That got flicked around the um the, the good blokes group chat. And it, was, it was just more. It was more the Chris Tarrant and Ben Johnson show the first six or seven years. So um, there was nothing they could do about that. Can I ask you a bit more about what you said then, given you've said it? Um, what, are you saying that because of the trust you had in the in the key blokes, you, you actually, as a group, said well, we've got to pull our heads in a bit because we're doing the wrong thing by them? Is that what yeah, you were saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, oh, mate, we, can, we don't want to we don't want to fuck up again, and you know we've already put you know the footy club through the ringer, or mate, we don't want to <clears throat> you know piss on mix you know um, on his back, and it's just. Yeah, just trying to do the right thing because we had built up good relationships with them. There was obviously times where we went, you know what, this sounds like too much fun or, no, I need to go and do this or, no, let's do this. And and we did it, you know, without the club's consent. Obviously, they wouldn't have consented. But um, there was more than enough occasions where we were like, ah, you know what, Um, you know, we've just had this good win or Mix or Ed's shown some trust in us where he's given us a few days off or they've taken us out for dinner, let's not you know, piss in his face and I can go out and carry on on a six-day break or get in trouble, you know, run foul of the law or whatever it was. So, yeah, absolutely. There was more than one occasion um, that that happened. And so to, to blame that all on Ed or say his reign has been um, – and let's say he's made mistakes, absolutely, like all of us. But um, to, to put this blame fair and square on him was a, was a bit ridiculous. But we all know as many people that love him – as many people hate him, and um, when when people are writing um, negative things about him, people write get read it and go, "Yep, absolutely, no, nah, fuck him, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, I figured that, yeah, no, nah, he should be gone, he should be given the sack," and but the club wouldn't be without him. So, Dane, are you saying that at those times that you were the voice of reason? I was the voice of something. I'm not sure it was reason. <laughs> I'm not sure it was reason, but um, oh man, it's just sometimes we, yeah. we did the right thing. Um, Good. And your record yeah. proves it. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, you know, Sam, I've got, yes. Sam, same question for you, because uh, mm. you know, uh, Dane and I still identify as men. I, th- well, I think you do, Dane. I shouldn't speak in advance for you. No, I don't. I identify as a goat. Okay. Um, <laughs> from Pick News, Pick News UK, UK's biggest cervical cancer charity shuts down disgustingly transphobic lie that only females get cervical cancer. Um, well. Yes. Could could can we make any sense of this? Because the best of my knowledge, well, I we guess don't have cervicals. Um, well, it, it depends on. I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's what you identify as. So there may be some um, transgender people out there that now identify as female and might be going through the process. But they, um, sorry, they may identify as male and may be going through a process of a sex change, but may still have female organs uh, like the cervix. But um, in general terms and and pre this century, there would have been male-female and only females would have had it, but I guess there are people now that identify um, as male and may still have uh, biologically female parts, Ralph. I think that that's what there are. Right. uh, You never stop learning. I like no. the fact that you never stop learning. Dane, are you learning? Mate, I've never stopped learning, Ralph, just like you said. It's, um, that's why I do this podcast. <laughs> Dane, I've got a question for you, and actually, Ralph, you as well. I was wondering if there's um, something, or there might be more than one thing that you have uh, faked in your life. Is there something uh, that you've faked in your life? Height? No. No? Um, what have you faked, Sam? Um, I fake a lot of things. Mm, but it's, hard, it's harder for men to fake some things. <laughs> yeah, some. It, 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 <laughs> well, anything that comes to your mind that you've kind of faked, to, like, I don't know, get you in somewhere or oh, you know, get you an um, advantage some, somehow, like perhaps a discount somewhere or any, anything in your life that you've faked? High oh, heels? Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm, sure that, I'm sure there has been. Um, Do you wear high heels, Ralph? No, but if back in the day, I suppose there was. Uh, yeah, there was good, a time. yeah, well, I mean, late late eighties, you could get away with a bit of a boot with a bit of a raise on it. Yeah, no. I guess. Yeah. I guess when I was seventeen, I faked being an AFL yes. player to get in to get into nightclubs. Fake being someone else to get Did into nightclubs. But I guess everyone does that when they're seventeen, trying to get into nightclubs. You faked um, being an AFL player, and then when you were an AFL player, did you use the fact that you were an AFL player still to get in? I was quite. Or was awesome. that just? Yeah, because it was um, 
Fire Labs, I think, in the city. And all, like my mates were going there, and um, no, I, I, I tried. My mates were being pretended because back in the day they used to have, like names of like the lists of the players. So you come in, say you, you know, Jordan Goey, and they go righto, and they give you like five drink cards. But they didn't. They they wised up. If as long as you had the the cards, you're okay. But then they, you know, after twelve months, six months, so they started putting. They put the photos next to their names because. You know, Mate, you could Sam, you could have walked in and said you were dancing. They go, yeah, right. I hear you five drink cards. Um, so I was seventeen. I got I was seventeen. Um, I was seventeen for about twelve months, and then um, and I got oh, I got drafted in one October or whatever the draft is. So I had then I moved out. Um, so I was, lived with my cage. So then I was going out most weekends. So I had a fake ID. Rob said I was on a twenty twenty one or something like, and then. I couldn't say I was a football, but then the day I turned 18, I was like, they will let me in. I was like, no, 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 no. My name's Dane Swan. I'm on Collingwood's list. So um, <laughs> they, didn't know what to, they didn't know what to think. They, they couldn't yell at me because they were like, well, if we've, we've been letting a 17-year-old in, so we're sort of stuck <laughs> either way. So here's your five drink cards and keep your mouth shut. So um, <laughs> that was good. Um, Where are you going else? with this, Sam? Yeah. Oh, I just uh, found a um, – I was looking. I'm doing research for the show, and um, oh, I found this news article for this show. It's one of oh. your friends. Oh, Jesus. Oh, um, one in three pilots in Pakistan have fake licenses and are not qualified to fly. The country's aviation minister revealed on Wednesday, addressing Pakistan's national assembly, 262 pilots in the country did not take the exams themselves and have paid someone else to sit on their behalf, and they do not have any flying experience. That's now that is something that you wouldn't want someone to fake. You know, I wouldn't mind if Dane faked his way into a nightclub, you know, and it's you know not uncommon yeah. that perhaps fake orgasms, but faking having a pilot's license. That, that's your half brother to security guards, isn't it? I reckon that's something that actually they sh- they you, you can't let them get away with faking. Yeah, you fake. can't. No, well, maybe you can in Pakistan. Maybe it's the wild west over there, the wild east, or the wild north, whatever it is, wherever, wherever Pakistan is situated. But, um, well, listen, as long as they got me there, like, it wouldn't really bother me. You wouldn't know, would you? Well, you know, if the plane nosedive straight into a mountain, <laughs> you'd know for you'd know for about thirty seconds that. Yeah. Um, like what's happened here? Now the pilot isn't a pilot. Oh, I should have known. Wow. Um, oh, we're done here. Yeah. Right. We've got a lot of questions here from our, got, our listeners. I'm giving my thought for the day. My, oh, sorry. So that, you when are you doing your list? I'm not doing a list. I'm, my, you I, said I, when we're going to shut down, we're doing a list. Well, Dane, I, I did I did it again. I did some work for you last night because I knew that you would struggle with um, lists. So I put it out to the people in case you struggled to come up with a list topic. So here are some list topics that you can do for next week if you like. Are you ready? No, no, there's no point. There's no point. No point saying them. <laughs> I want to hear oh, him. Okay, Cowboy Keg says top five Palmers in Oz. You can do that one. Good. Um, this is a good one for you. Grant Shanahan said top five people that piss you off the most. <laughs> Who's second, third, fourth, and fifth? Is the question. There's one, there's one on here. <laughs> um, you could do holiday destinations. You could do chicken nugget dipping sauces. You could do sex positions if you felt like it. You could do. Um, well, this is a good one from Mr. Sullivan. I know um, Michael. Patronising names that are used to insult, for example, champ or pal, those kind of things. You could do things like sitcoms, um, cocktails, or ten things that annoy you on a first date. You know, yep. Top five yeah. worlds. Top five ways the world's fucked. Yeah. Well, we, top we, ten we words. Most of those topics on here. Each week, yeah. Top ten words that make you chuckle, for example, moist or doodle. Mm-hmm. And what about top ten things that would ship Dane? There's quite a few good suggestions in there. Oh, they're magnificent. Yeah, they're my, they're, listen, they're yeah. all very valid lists. I'll send them through to you if you like, Dane. I'll screenshot all these. And oh, send thanks. Them That'd, be good. That'd be great. Pick one. Pick one I'll, 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 I'll get on to them today. <laughs> What's your thought for the day? <laughs> my random thought for the week yeah. is um, pants. Right mm-hmm. now. What stage do people start thinking? Fuck, we need to cover up um, our our bodies. So, so pants, whatever it was, it goes shit. Dicks are ugly. We don't. We need to cover them up. Whatever it is, um, let's put some 
things called pants on to sort of sell out. But my question is, when did pants start becoming um, need for pockets? So when did they start becoming useful, not just for the cover-up? When did people a long time ago start thinking, you know what, I think we're going to put these things in pants called pockets mm. so we can start putting things in them. And then my question is, what was the first thing that people needed to put in pants? Because I doubt a hundred, you know, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, did people need to put wallets in their pants because they didn't have many right. they, they didn't have There wasn't ATMs around. They didn't have cash. Or handkerchiefs. Uh, or a fob pocket it used to be called. What did it call? Fob pocket. A fob pocket. F-O-B. Fob pocket. Um, keep, keep your money. Okay, but what, when, when, was, when was currency first invented? Uh, yeah, now you turn my brain into a pretzel. But anyway, I've looked up uh, when were pockets invented. Monday pe- pockets appeared in the 13th century, according to Cora.com. And what for? Vertical slits were cut in the super tunic. Do you ever wear a tunic, Dane? Isn't that turmeric? Isn't that too spice? <laughs> <laughs> People say they don't get educated listening to this show. Let's yeah, go to Instagram questions. Well, so you never answered the question. Well, I can't. You like that, Danny. Just moves and then, on. And were, sh- and were shorts and were shorts the first thing, or were they pants? Or you know, did they go? Oh, fuck! I'm getting hot in these things. I might cut them in half. Oh, what a good li- idea! Could our listeners please get in touch and answer Dane's question? Uh, from Lee, dogs are allegedly colour blind. How can this be proven? Who tested it? Is that the end of the question? Yeah. <laughs> right. You're delivering. <laughs> you, you didn't. Uh, you didn't. It didn't sound like you finished with a question mark on the end of that. Yeah, the inflection was up. It yeah, was exactly. like half a three-sentence, right? Okay, yeah. I cut it short. Different wolves. That makes no sense. So I've cut I, it short. I, I knew, I'm, so I knew there was something fishy about that question the way you asked it. <laughs> um, who, who said dogs are colorblind? Yeah. And how do well, you prove it? Well, I would imagine some veterinarian or some Cesar uh, Milano kind of guy just went, put a red ball and a blue ball in front of him and told the dog to go get the red ball. Was <laughs> <laughs> he face like, with the question that they speak English? You know, like, well, obviously, obviously German Shepherds speak German. Hungarian Bichelers speak Hungarian. French Bulldogs obviously speak French. It's, you know, it's not rocket surgery there, Sam. From um, Brendan. <laughs> From Brendan, if you're going to go back to working from home, can we please make sure the pen tapping is minimal? Uh, a bit no, late for that, Brendan. It's not me this week. I don't. My, I don't have a pen in my bedroom. I don't. Right. Come on, I'm not a. I'm not a psychopath. I don't put pens <laughs> in my bedroom. <laughs> that means doing work. And just quickly off the back of that, I do have an. I don't know what's come into my inbox. It's not. I'm. I'm not Dane's PA. In case anyone's wondering, but um, there's an invitation here for you, Swanee. I didn't share it with you because I thought. We might hear your um, reaction on air. This is yeah. from a gentleman by the name of Connor. Sam, I heard Swanee say last week he's struggling to find a footy club to have a kick with. Well, the Penguin Football Club of the northwest coast of Tasmania is happy to have him on board. Accommodation provided and a chance to escape Victoria because that place is well fucked. Barney is also welcome. Love the podcast. Keep it up. So, Swanee, if you need an urn, if you want yeah. to have a kick, Head on down to the northwest well, coast of Tasmania. The Penguin Football Club jersey waiting for you. You got a couple of things right. Melbourne is fucked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but listen, <laughs> I, w- I would, but I would go down there. But I don't think he understands what's going on. Victoria. I'm not allowed to leave my house, let alone me, let alone my state. Um, yeah. But I mean, I would have. Like if, if it's, 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 Tassie's colder than Melbourne, isn't it? It is, yeah, significantly. So thank you, Connor. Message passed on. I'd I'd probably take Tassie if I could walk around and actually be a normal person and cop the cold rather than than be here and not, you know, be able to do anything. Hold over isolation, you reckon? But, um, oh, yeah, I would have if I was allowed to leave. We're not allowed to leave here for, what, minimum probably another two months, eh? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, From Sting. uh, (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for your concern. Um, And the offer. What was his name, Edward? Connor. 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 Close. Yeah. <laughs> so close. From Sting, uh, what's Dane's go-to beer or wine? Um, well, Sam, we can, we can all ask the answer this, I guess. Um, oh, listen, I'm, a, I'm a simple man, like Carton Draft, especially from the tap, Carton Draft. Um, Carton Draft on tap, that's probably the first one. But listen, I, 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 drink, I, gen, I drink beer because 
of what it does to me. And I particularly love the taste of alcohol. No. But I'll much rather drink like a water off for of the taste. Like, but um, my beer, the beer I like the most is Count and Draft. Um, unless another beer company wants to sponsor this, and I'll be their favourite beer pretty quick. <laughs> uh, Keep yours up to open. Most beers I've carton cut on tap and wine. Well, obviously, I I like expensive wine, but um, red, no, red, or, red or white is a preference. Oh, definitely red. I can't drink red, white wine. Same, Sam. White, white wine's gross. Sam. It really depends. I fluctuate. Just like I fluctuate coffee to tea, I, I really change. Some days I'm a red drinker, and other days I'm definitely a white wine drinker. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm beer is, red. Beer is disgusting. I'm red. What are you, Ralph? I'm, I'm red. Yeah, can't drink white. Yep, yeah, and VB. I'm still VB because it's I'm, I'm old. Yeah, um, I, like, I, like, I like Paul Perro's wine. That's a nice. That's a nice. Oh, wine. Yeah. yeah, you serve that well. They're good. From Rambo, uh, why did Sam's time with Woolies only last two shifts? You can't get the ass without stealing. What have, what have you done? Good question. Sam? Um, <laughs> I actually asked for them to have a job. I actually approached them for another job this week, and they said no. No, no I wasn't done. employed through Woolies. I was employed through. Huh? I think I think you've seen something that you liked and wanted to take a photo in front of, and you got caught taking having a photo <laughs> without buttons. Yeah, exactly. You had no, a photo shoot in the middle. I was employed by an agency in front of the toilet paper or the dog food or something like that, and you managed to get the toilet paper. James, too many people. No go. Uh, from Chewy, Ralphie, what's the circumference of your scone? I have got a large head. I haven't measured it, but I and particularly weight for age, it's it's not good. Um, from <laughs> Got to be honest. From Daniel to everyone, what's your all-time favourite movie? Um, oh, anything with Denzel Washington. <clears throat> Man on Fire is pretty good. Oh, Sam, I can't really choose, but at the moment, I'm really enjoying watching Hamilton. Which people would probably seen it live. Did you fuck off? Did you? <gasps> hey, easy. I'm just did you really? Yes, I've seen Hamilton live. I yeah. couldn't get tickets. Oh my goodness. I'll see, in, I'll see it in New York, obviously. Oh, my goodness. There's not much that I'm jealous of you about, Dane, but that is really, seen, that is. I've seen, I've seen tens of musicals over there. Tens of musicals. But Hamilton was, when I went there, it had just opened and it was like sold out till March the following year. Oh. Yeah, mate. Trust me, there's always ways um, yeah. to get in. Um, it was also I should have had a, should have had a fake ID and said that I was Dane's one. Yeah, I wouldn't get very far, but, yeah, you could try <laughs> <laughs> Saw it two nights ago. My daughter put, puts it second to Beetlejuice, so they, there's the there's Ooh. her rankings. Yeah, um, yeah. From Cray, I'm isolated at home with a two year old all week. How can I keep him entertained all week, Swanny? I'll just ask Taylor because she's she's occupied with a two year old here too. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Wait, you you know you've got a two year old, Rolf. Um, <laughs> um, do they drink? No, no, not legally. No, they don't. <laughs> no, but parents do. Yeah, well, Perhaps yeah. at bedtime, a little brandy yeah. on the dummy. I have a cup and draft, and yeah. hopefully the NBA. The NBA is on in two weeks, or what's that? In yeah, two two and a half weeks. So yeah, that'll give you something to do during the day. From Blake, will Dane get a tattoo commemorating Sam lasting a year on the show? This is a great question. That was recommended to me. Why not? Go Sam on, Dane. Gets, Sam gets one. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> a team what tag. challenge. We're up. We're up. Ralph, you have to be in too, the three of us. We're going to get a Swanee and Friends tattoo. No, no, no. I won't be getting a tattoo. Oh, oh you're letting oh, us down. Oh. I blame hey. Ralph. Hey, after that, after that, is a very young fella. That, that'll that do me. Um, did, from did Daffy. someone get a tattoo? So, who got a tattoo because of you? Was it Steve Price? Uh, Steve yeah, Price. yeah, yeah, yep. From Daff, Daffy he Reynolds. He was going to beat me in celebrity. Get me out of here, please. <laughs> It's on YouTube somewhere, I think. Uh, from Daffy Reynolds, would you dress up as a security guard and go to a hotel quarantine just to get a route? That's, <laughs> that that's your David? friend. Yes, that's your friend, Sam. <laughs> right. You get a mountain. Um, I don't know, Dane, would you? The weird thing was I seen Ralph there in, 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 <laughs> in the car. So. Just ordered mine okay. on eBay. <laughs> I'm going to knock from, on my own door and see if it works. From Champagne... <laughs> For a champagne Cayman, what's Swanee's favourite NBA NFL team? Sam and Ralphie, do you watch sports outside of Oz? So you first, Swanee. Well, you go. We go because then you can tell me your teams if you do. 
I don't have teams as such. I mean, I love NFL, absolutely love NFL, and then yeah. watch pretty much every other sport. Um, but, yeah, I'd say NFL's equal uh, of any sport I like, yeah. including AFL. Sam? I would really like to – I actually don't know anything really about NFL apart from that they're a quarterbacks and they had the Super Bowl, but it is a, definitely a sport I would like to know more about. I just don't have the facility to watch it. Okay. Um, you don't have TV? I do have a TV. Don't have but internet? I don't have um, No. I don't, you don't have, I don't have 4G, on your, 4G on your phone? Oh, yeah, I do have 4G on my phone. So you have internet? Well, yeah, I have internet on there, yes. But I don't have, like, um, Fox or KO or anything like that. No, I've gone, I, think, I think it's on 7, mate, I think, or 7. Like they said, I've four games, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I've got, I just yeah, got Red Zone, but... Who would be a good team to watch then, Dane? Um, well... The best sides, obviously, like Pat Mahomes is obviously fun to watch in the Chiefs, Baltimore. Um, I, I go for the Patriots, um, yeah. and, then, and not just because they've been the most well, they have been the most successful franchise ever. But originally, I barrett my favorite ever player was Michael Vick. And if you don't know Michael Vick, you should maybe watch the thirty for thirty on him. And he was like electric. So I was an Atlanta Falcon fan, <clears throat> but um, if you don't know the Michael Vick story, he got charged with dog fighting and killing dogs. And oh. as we know, as we know, I'm a fan of dogs, so he got the ass. And then the first game I went to when I went to the states after that, um, Taylor's got family in Boston, so we went and watched the Patriots, and that was 2010 or something like that. So I became a Patriots fan and had some success with them. So that's why I back for the Patriots. Still do um, NBA uh, Philly is my side because Allen Iverson was my favorite ever player. So I go for Philly because of him. But a bit like you, Ralph, I like watching I – mean, I could sit there and watch any game all day if I'm gambling on it, and I like watching the good players. So like LeBron, Steph, KD, um, the Greek Freak. Like I can watch the more, all the good sides, James Harden, Westbrook. You know, I, I watch – when it's on, I watch three games a day, so I watch enough of it. Uh, from Gaff, for Dane, actually, this is for me as well, Swatty. What's worse, a second lockdown or a spray from Eddie? Um. Ah. Uh, if you. Oh, if it sounds close. No, no. If you're abiding by the rules, a second lockdown because um, and a, a spray from it only goes for forty minutes. Um, <laughs> so you can you can get yeah. the spray over and done with, and then you can actually go on about your life. In that's it. Now, now you just fuck. You can't do anything. Well, um. So I'd rather cop. Well. But in saying that, it depends what I've done to cop the spray. That's true. Like, That's because true. if that fucks my life up more, well, then I'd rather the lockdown. But um, if it's just I just need Ed to yell at me, um, well, I'll, just, I'll cop Ed's wrath for 40 minutes. And finally, from Grant, why in every photo does Sam look perfect and hot and you guys look like shit? Oh, I, I know why. Who was that? <laughs> from Grant. Uh, I know Grant, why. You I look can like get shit. fucked. Pardon me. <laughs> I'll pay you later, Grant. I, look my, I try and come look at my best um, most every podcast session. <laughs> he, does, he does. He does. He takes all pride. Right. We, we, we want to see the pillow in this Rob, week's photo. Rob, that's all I've got, son. Yep. Um, this is all I've got, Grant. I apologise, Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> Now, have you got a joke to finish with, please, Dane? No, I thought you were doing them. Yeah, well, we I, just get, I get a bit of Twitter love from the uh, the Elf yeah, Garden exactly. uh, Twitter handle. Yeah, I, I figured you were doing it. Dad oh. jokes. You're the only one qualified here, Ralph. No, we we'll, don't we'll do dad jokes with this. I'm no, not, I'm not a dad. Unless it's a good one. Oh. Right, so Blake goes into a bar. <laughs> oh, he was prepared, Dane. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> Well, I figure if I do one that's really bad, that Swatty will pick up the slack next week. Hey, hey, well, I know well, you've been busy. We're the people's podcast, so if people keep asking for your jokes, Ralph, I will just keep doing them. I have no problem with that. Young Fun bloke. Sam, you're due for one too, actually. You're you, due for one, Sam. <laughs> exactly. You can do. You can find one for next week, and then we'll just yeah. rotate. We'll just rotate. Make a, young, a young bloke goes into a bar and says, I'll have a triple Jack Daniels neat. And the barman says, okay, that's a bit unusual. He said, well, I just had my first head job. And, uh, and the barman says, well, that, that's a rather different sort of way of celebrating. He said, no, I'm not celebrating. I'm trying to get the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 